love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddy. Welcome to episode 48 of 48. Ban- 48. Show uh, episode 48 of Banter Buddies. The show where, well, we are, we're, a, we're, a, we're a band who dances and we need to talk about dancing. That's what we're doing here today. Welcome to the show. You heard his voice already. It's Brian. Welcome to the show, Brian. Neil, thank you so much for welcoming me. You know, mm. welcoming me. Yeah, welcoming it's hard to me. Say. Welcoming yeah. me. Welcoming You're me. here. Thank you. I'm yeah. here. We're here together. We're here together. You yeah. know, we could invite other people on the podcast, but that'd take too much scheduling and. Gotta That's just right. do it as a duo. We're a duo. Yeah, voicemails are the the maximum amount that we can allow um, onto the show because they are a contained, um, you know, sort of file right there. Where if yeah, if we did, you know, if we did find a way to you know bring in live callers, it would just you know the the possibilities that someone else would hijack our show are very high. So we can't we can't have that. We gotta we gotta keep the control. Mm-hmm. So we're a dancing band talking about dancing. Yeah, it's as easy as that. That's uh you know, it's 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 um sort of surprising. It doesn't happen more often. Maybe it's just a little too obvious. So we just like, okay, we can talk about lots of things on the podcast, you know, trying to cover a, a wide variety of topics and uh, you know, different worlds, trying to bring in you know, again, we got people calling in, so we gotta try and touch lots of different topics. But Today it's it's one that's uh, near and dear to our hearts. It's one that uh, is our business. It is our it is our band. It is dancing, and um, it's important. It's important to dance. And most people's like main dancing time, I think, is at weddings. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like for the majority of people, they they're, they're not seeking out a dance club. They're not like dancing at a block party. But if they are going to dance, or in their youth they were dancers. Or even kids, like unless it's a school like party, like uh, I'm gonna dance for ten songs in a row. Is at a wedding? So, <laughs> yeah. Did this did this come about because we talking about like the theme the theming today of weddings? Because we start we kind of like reminisced about how you and I used to DJ weddings as like a business outside of like doing cuckoo, and then people started asking us to like do a cuckoo set at their wedding. <laughs> And then we just had to stop doing it because people have to book their weddings out like 18 months in advance. And um, I had one high school friend that we got a big, I still, someday I'll see them in a supermarket and I'll apologize more <laughs> profusely as I'm like older and understand what we actually did. But, uh, you know, we booked their wedding eight mo- 18 months in advance and we got a really big gig in Denver and we did, we canceled our DJing <laughs> of their wedding and yeah, that was bad, but um so we don't we don't really DJ weddings anymore. Yeah, it's a, it it's was a, a time it was a time in our life. It's a scheduling uh, issue, really, is what it is. It's really just hard for you know for people who want to keep uh, keep their calendar wide open. You gotta, as you know, if you've ever put together a wedding, it's it's a lot. It's a lot, and you gotta have a lot of lead time, a lot of runway on that, and it just didn't work out for us. Plus, like you're saying. It was cool and all, but also like for the most part, we didn't. It wasn't really promoting our band. It was like a, almost like a side hustle, <laughs> you know. It was like a similar kind of thing, but also like didn't really move the needle like as far as the band goes. So it was cool while it lasted, but 
you know, it was uh, it was it was not to be. It was it was kind of it was not letting us you know do. It was the a moment show. in time, Neil. It was a moment yeah. in time. Yeah, but I, you and I love to go to weddings. I feel like most of the time because our friend group and our college friend group and even our families are pretty close. If like you and I are at a lot of weddings together, maybe right. not even like on purpose. Now we did just get in our PO box. I feel like every two months we get invited to weddings. We <laughs> Whoa! Get, I, I should I should tell you about them more. Uh-huh. The one we just I just picked up in our PO box. We got invited to a wedding in West Virginia. I don't know if they're listening to this now, but thank you for the invite. It was though the wedding is October 15th, so it was a week away. I mean, I don't know if we're like on their D list or something like that, but... Uh, Are you sure it was pl- not a 23 wedding, Brian? It could be a 23 wedding. No, it was... Tw- no, 20... No, 20... <laughs> 22. We- oh, I should go look again. That's a good point. You think they'd plan it up? They'd send out an I mean, invite a year in advance? Uh, they would definitely wow. plan it that long, but no, not invites. That would be... That's Someday wild. I feel like we should go to one of these weddings that we get invited to. We get a lot of like holiday cards, but then we do get invited to more weddings than you would think. Yeah. And I always know their weddings before I open it because the envelope is so fancy. This envelope, the back was sealed with like wax and like a, a letter, like bronze seal. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, that's like a Harry Potter letter or whatever. Yeah. Those, that's the kind of stuff that like, you know, it costs like a dollar, just like the materials it co- of it. <laughs> it costs a dollar. Like, yeah. like the envelope plus the seal. It's like, man, that adds up. Uh, you know, and it's kind of like the heavier card stock. You know, you can kind of feel like there's a heavier thing inside there. Maybe, yeah, I get it. You can sense a, you can sense a nice invite. Our theme of this week, our question yeah. is: What is your favorite song to dance to at a wedding? That's that is the question. And, Very important. Um, yeah. Beyond that, like, what is your favorite song? I wanted to talk about you and I, like our essence at a wedding. Okay, like I would describe you as somebody that i wouldn't think would be on the dance floor all night but you usually are on the dance floor all night yes yeah, so, so you're so, so we're pivoting away from when we dj and you're just saying as guests i'm as talking guests about guests now wedding. i'm talking about unless you want do you have more things you want to talk about no about us no DJing? it was all good we just did some midwest weddings and we had our own pa and like lights from doing the show like from doing the cuckoo show so we're just like Hey, let's let's try and get some bookings. It's good money if you can book it ahead of time. <laughs> if you have time to book it, so it was a it was a stopgap for while the band wasn't our full time job. I think is the best way to say it. But it was it, like you said, it allowed us to see a lot of weddings and be connected to them. And now we think about them and talk about them a lot. Um, well, so, because yeah. we we spray painted our suit jackets gold, and it took like twelve cans of spray paint on each jacket. Yes, and um, I think I recently sent them to Goodwill because i didn't know what to do uh-huh. with them anymore and so mm-hmm. you know yeah. we, we put some effort into it so but yeah but you you at a wedding you as a guest at a wedding yes a yes. you're always i wear the same suit i've worn the same suit for i think like 12 years now i had to buy it because i was a groomsman in my our friend's wedding and it's just such a good suit <laughs> i haven't changed it up but you yeah. always got the hip hip new clothes looking looking fresh yeah, I, I mean, you know, that's that's just that's just something that that's a good way to describe how we're different in that kind of way. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you're as far as clothes go, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's that's for you. That's your that's your motto. And for me, if it ain't black, I, don't wear it. 
<laughs> for me, it's, um, hey, let's spend a little too much money on clothes because uh, it's fun. I don't know. I didn't it's say not... anything about the money. I was saying about the aesthetic. No, no, I no, for sure. I just, it's not necessary. It's like, yeah, I got other, you know, I got other nice clothes to wear, but I'm like, oh, no, all the same people are going to be at this wedding. I'm going to wear something different <laughs> or something like that, you know, because I feel like a lot of like, you know, people, there's a sweet spot for a lot of people as far as like, okay, people in my life are getting married. So you might have to like have a, a, a sort of a very uh, large concentration of weddings over like a two year period or something like that, right? Or three years or something. I don't know. Maybe that's less and less of how things are going. But in general, most people get married in a certain kind of period of time in your life. And if you're about the same age as them, they'll invite you. Um, but yeah, so you know, lots lots of weddings over a short period of time. So yeah, trying to trying to I'm re- I do like putting together an outfit. I like thinking of something different to wear for that. And so yeah, I'm definitely thinking about that before a wedding. I'm thinking about you know the food and the setting and different things besides maybe how's the dance party gonna go. Um, I feel like I've I've I have pretty much always been someone who would dance at a wedding, but Definitely, it has raised since I've been doing, we've been doing the band, which is like 15 years now, and the DJing thing, like, I don't know, I think there's, or just maybe just being around shows and being in bands and stuff like that, like, I think you're more prone to dance at a wedding, if that's the case. Like, a lot of people are really, like, anti-dancing, or like, oh, no, like, they get a lot of stress at a wedding, like, because they're like, oh, no, I'm going to have to dance. I'm expected to dance. My wife says I have to dance or something like that. And it really, I feel like, is really intense for a lot of people, you know? I feel like maybe I felt that, like, maybe when I was an awkward teen or something like that a little bit more. But now, obviously, it's no big deal, and it's all good, and it's a lot of fun to dance at a wedding. But I don't know if that was always the case with me, whereas I can, I can, I feel like I can assume that you were always a a wedding dancer, even in your youth, maybe, if you attended some weddings back then. I the the few far and few between of weddings that I went to as like a kid and a teen, uh, my mom kind of led the charge, and then like our extended <laughs> family would be like, "Yeah, we're just not leaving the dance floor. If a song comes on we don't love, it's like, all right, you're gonna like dance and a little chit chat a little bit, but then yeah, like yeah, yeah. the next one comes on, it's like we're going hard. Like she would not leave, and I like how you're talking about like. When you think about a wedding, you think about all these things. When I think about a wedding, I think about dessert. Oh, yeah, cake. What's the dance going to be like? End of story. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's funny to think about, yeah, what what different people are anticipating about a wedding, for sure. Um, and, you know, and I think it's interesting, you know, these days, it's like, oh, yeah, I feel like we're a little bit kind of expected to dance more. You know, oh, you're in the band again. We're running it back. It's like, yeah, you're in the dance band, right? Like, oh, you guys got to dance all night. <laughs> All night or something. I don't know. Or they'd be uh, like, yeah. "You're in the dance band, so you don't want to dance." Yeah, all. yeah. Or we still, even though we're not DJing anymore, we'll still every single time get the get the little cute remark from somebody of like, "Oh, you, you guys gonna play a song here tonight?" Like, that's yeah. the thing. Are you gonna perform <laughs> here tonight? It's like, well, I'm not, we're not gonna do that. But like, yeah, everyone wants to know. Everyone, want, everyone thinks you're gonna be playing, even if they don't know about our previous wedding. That's not like, well, actually, we used to DJ wedding. <laughs> Don't, it's actually somebody more to ask real. that question. You don't get into that conversation with them. Yeah, be. yeah, really. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're always yeah. And then I think we can uh, pivot to the fact that now we talk a lot about weddings via your brother, who we'll we'll hear from here in our call soon. 
Um, but he's a he's a professional DJ, and a lot of his gigs are weddings. So you know, just kind of recapping with him, talking about his weekends, talking about his gigs. Like it's fun to kind of learn just the state of that kind of thing these days, and what are what are people into, and you know, just. I don't know, every wedding can be so different and, and have different kinds of attitudes and crowds and, you know, certain families are more into, especially when we're just talking about the dance party is like that even that can vary so much, even though there's so many like wedding classic songs that feel like they just carry on for decades. It's like, nah, it's this evolving thing too. And there's all these new, um, you know, I, I'm always fascinated by like the, the visual things that he has, that doesn't have to, but he brings on even just as a DJ thinking about like sparklers and sort of this stuff of like, you know, he's got like smoke gun now, like the fog gun and stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's all extra, but that's all like stuff that, you know, sort of people really go for and like, you know, brides and grooms and stuff like, Oh yeah, this like is makes things a little different or it looks cool in photos or whatever. And it's like, man, we didn't have any of that. I've never seen any of that in any wedding I've ever been to. So it's a, it's a, it's an evolving world out there. So that's also, we also why we, we different because even our show, we'll have trashy inflatable cakes. Like we are in a <laughs> production level, production levels trying to be at a minimum on purpose. Yeah. We're not very polished. Neil, but let's talk about, I want to talk about songs. I want to talk about music oh, yeah. at a wedding. And this is regardless about, you know, somebody just uh, playing, playing their iPad or somebody made a, mu- a little list or you got like a DJ who's cutting fast or you just went with your cousin who's just starting off like lights, no lights. I'm talking songs here. Like yeah. I, some people have songs that get them out of their chair to dance. They will get on the dance floor to dance that one song and then they'll sit back down. Like I don't leave the, f- I don't, most of the time I don't leave. Now, sometimes if there's somebody I want to chit chat with, that I haven't seen in a while, like I will park it for a little bit now in my like 30s, like before in the 20s, it was like, you don't, you don't leave the dance floor for anything. Sorry, we'll talk later. But, (laughs) but like, then I'll have songs that elevate my dancing and then bring it down. But what, what for you are some songs or within your life that, that are like the song you want to hear at a wedding? Yeah, and I think that's important because, like we're saying, I think a lot of people are a little more, you know, a little more nervous, a little more anxious. They're maybe not that, you know, on the floor the whole time. And, yeah, it's more of a pick and choose. It's uh, it's when certain things come on. So that's – and, you know, I, I think that's that's something that, you know, for this for this show, you know, we, we uh, uh, you know, put that question out there a specific way. What is your favorite song to dance to at a wedding? But – you know that's kind of more just to let us know what your what your fave is rather than say that you only dance to <laughs> that one you know that'd be kind of weird if you only had one <laughs> i only dance one to one song. song i hope they play it cuz it's I, more it's of a favorite one. it's a favorite thing <laughs> yeah so um i don't know i feel like the the a lot of the like group dance like type of stuff is is kind of overdone a little bit but also is like a really good entry point into Okay, if you are a nervous dancer, if you are someone who's concerned about that, like doing songs where like there is a set kind of thing you just have to repeat or whatever, I think is a nice way in and a nice way to kind of okay, you don't have to freestyle here, right? It's all it's on the rails a little bit more. Um, you know, so you can uh, do the electric slide here or something like that. So I don't know if there was one of those that really like hooked me early on to be like oh i can do this i feel like maybe early on i was just more into like oh they're playing all the small things <laughs> or something like that like you know what i mean as like a teen like jeff says to, like, that blink 182 all the small things and um 
Sugar, we're going down by Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Or like the new classic rock. Like they, he ends so weddings funny. with that instead of like Def Sweet Leopard. Caroline now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Fall Out Boy is apparently pretty big here. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I got some, I got like, I got a, a, a short list here. But, you know, for me, it's, um, you know, it's, it's always been, it's always been Whitney Houston, Brian. You know this. That's right. Uh, you do. Oh, Whitney. Yeah. Whitney. Whitney is I gotta start with my number one. I wanna dance with somebody and then in parentheses, who loves me. That's that's an important part of the title. We gotta do more parentheses in our song titles, Brad. No, no. We're not no, we're not we're opposite. We're not. Opposite. Those need to be wiped off the internet. <laughs> oh, it's it's like an eighties thing. I wanna dance with somebody in parentheses who loves me by Whitney Houston. Um, I think it's just a really good energy song. I think it is uh, something that is, uh, you know, kind of a, a common wedding song, but maybe not a staple. It's, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't be shocked if you did not hear this song. You know what I mean? So I like that it's a little bit off the beaten path. Um, and I don't know what it is about it. I just think it's got a great '80s groove, and. Um, yeah, it's just really fun. I, I've never really been able to put my exact finger on why I like it so much, but it's it's a great song, and I feel like Whitney, you know, has some other other hits that maybe people think of first. Um, but it, it's so so yeah. There's a lot of things I like about it, but that's always just kind of been the, the obvious one for me. Didn't have to think too hard about that one. Um, so yeah, you, you, have known that though, right, Brian? You, you probably, I have known that. that. I forgot that about that, but I, 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 every time that we're at a wedding, it's always like, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. This is gonna, this is, this is gonna make you like teenage, teenage, uh, teenage lady at a <laughs> Harry Styles concert kind of stuff. That's vibe. right. I'll be screaming. Ah! Uh, uh, two others that I think fall into like, oh, these are cool because they're different kind of like rock grooves or like different kind of songs that, I don't know, I guess I'm, I kind of like that kind of stuff too. I mean, it is fun just to like, you know, go to go hard on some, you know, four on the floor dance beats, but Come On Eileen by Dexy's Midnight Runners, I feel like is a really fun wedding song. It's a good like sing along. It like has lots of like tempo changes in it and stuff like that. See, there's lots of variety in Come On Eileen, kind of an out there one. And then Footloose, uh, that's Kenny Loggins, right? Um, yeah, that is that's another one. That's that's more of a classic. That's probably the most like common like classic wedding song that I have on here. Just a swinging, you know. You're kind of you're kind of uh, skanking, you know, kind of ska dance like kind of thing going on here. It's a it's got that bass line, and um, it, that's another just great, you know, I feel like that one's great for everybody, right? That gets that gets grandma and uh, and the kids out there. You know what Footloose. I've always wanted to? So I love the movie Footloose, like, obsessively, yeah. Footloose and Dirty Dancing. But at the end of Footloose, when they play the Footloose song, and then in the Everybody Cut, like, they did, like, the <laughs> line where people, like, come down yes. and, like, do a move. Yeah. I've always wanted that, like, line at a party to like naturally happen. I feel like yes. people used to do it. Now they do like circle up. I've never liked the circle. I want a line because you know who's next, right? It's like, you're going to go, then you're going to, you know, the two people go uh -huh. down the line. I've always wanted to see it like naturally happen and it's never done it. I've always dreamed about that. Every time Footloose comes out, I'm like, oh, we should do a line. We should like two lines. Then people pair up and they dance down the line. Oh my God, that'd be so cool. But yeah. it's, it is. Uh, we should just make it happen. It is amazing when you see that. Yeah, it's like a catwalk or like a runway almost, you know? It's just like you're showing off, doing moves down the way. 
For sure, that's it. So yeah, those are the those are the handful of songs I came up with. But for sure, Whitney's my number one. Still is, still undefeated. So waiting for someone else to take the title, but it seemingly can't be done. But Brian, what about you? You um, you know you'll you, you'll dance to anything. So this this must be hard to go all the way to the top and and pick your absolute fave. But uh, I do like to. It's 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 that um, I like to be on the dance floor. Because sometimes you don't want to like small talk with people anymore, so I'll just stay out there, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We went to a wedding where, like, just like a couple weeks ago in Wisconsin, where my wife and I only knew one person there. We only knew wow. the bride, right? Wow. Yeah. Only knew the bride, and she only knew the bride. That's it. It was like, a, hey, do you want to come to this thing? And it kind of worked out. And so I knew nobody. So I did all my pre-chat. I did that kind of thing. And then she's going to go chit-chat when the dance starts. And people, this is not a dancing crowd. But uh-huh. I'm gonna hang on. I'm gonna hang on strong on the floor. Like that's my like safe space, you know. I'm like I can just I can I can mind my own. I don't need a group. I don't need whatever. Okay. Yeah. So I used to think that you couldn't play top forty songs at weddings. Even when we DJed, I remember DJing JD's wedding, and I like played disco for like two hours. Like I just love seventies <laughs> disco. I'll play it forever. Uh-huh. And Matt Perkins, Maddie P came up to me and was like, dude, you need to play some like stuff on the radio right now. And I was like, Oh, you can do that. All right. And my like mind like broke open a little bit. So I think what, what gets me a night is whenever the modern, like I like to consume pop music, almost like, like dopamine hits basically. Like it's just the, those, <laughs> like those, you know, big power chords and stuff like that. So whenever the hottest, newest song that is a pop song, maybe not like a hip-hop jam, but like a pop song comes on, if they play it, I'm all in. I remember being at Andy and Sophie's wedding, and this this guy named Lauv had this, like, I like me better when I'm with you. I, oh, that song just, like, drove me. But if if we were at a wedding this fall and somebody played the new Tove Low um, song that's no one dies from love. I think I listen to that song like once a day since it's come out like a month ago. If that came on, I would like ex- like I would go. I would form into a, the next level Pokemon. You know what I mean? That would like <laughs> you would evolve. I'd evolve. I'd evolve. But there's a song I've never heard at a wedding at a dance that is my. Ooh. I would like it played at my funeral. It's I think it is my favorite song of all time. But it's uh, Trisha Yearwood's "In Love with the Boy." And uh, what it's a, a weird great, funeral it's, song. It's a night. I don't know. It's just such a cute. It has nothing to do with death or life, but it's such yeah. a, a good story. It's probably my favorite sing along song, but it's never been played at a wedding. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's just a great. It's like it's probably the greatest '90s country song. So yeah. So that's that's like um that's that's like a one that you were just you're trying to like make it happen. You're trying to. You're trying to speak it into existence. It's like in say. it's like in um Trisha Yearwood. <laughs> Come on, it, you guys. She's in love with the boy. <laughs> and even if he's gonna run away, she's gonna marry that boy someday. That song's so good. All right. We've talked for like twenty minutes. We should probably get into our calls, Neil. I just I love this topic. We haven't yes. even talked about like the essence and like the like thoughts behind what makes a good wedding dance we've only just been been focusing on songs you know so it's hard you guys people who just put on a wedding playlist like that that ain't it okay like a dj is not just you know not just like playing music they like they're reading the crowd they're figuring it out it's something you need to change up like live on the spot right like it's uh 
it's it's no easy feat. So it's really impressive to us. And yes. obviously we've done it and talked to Jeffy and stuff. So it's like, yeah, we know about it. But it takes skill. And it's not just knowing if about are, songs. Yeah. If you're putting on a wedding, right? And so you're going to do the whole song and dance. Like you're spending a lot of money on bad chicken already, right? And if you're going to put down the cash for a photographer because you don't want your friend to take phone pictures on their iPhone, then please give respect to the people who like to dance. That's right. Even if you're not a dancer, to please hire a DJ and not let your little brother put on <laughs> a playlist. Yeah, that's right. The DJ will uh, they'll make sure that the the things happen correctly. <laughs> I understand sure that it's up. the last on the list. That's fine, but at least treat it like it's on the list. There you go. Good good advice there. And let's uh, let's start it off by uh, hearing from uh, hearing from Jeffy, you know, pro DJ. Maybe he'll uh, tell us what's up these days in in the world of modern weddings here we go jeffy hi my name is jeff and i'm from minneapolis minnesota and as a wedding dj myself i wanted to chime in and give some perhaps expert opinions so current songs that absolutely get an insane crowd reaction would be songs like since you've been gone kelly clarkson levels by avici let's get it started black eyed peas um, some hip-hop songs, Pony by Genuine, still a classic, Bottoms Up, Trey Songs, and Nicki. And probably the most requested song right now is the new Eiffel 65 remake, I'm Good by David Guetta. And a couple oldies that are still in the set that always work well with all ages, Get Down On It by Cool and the Gang, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by ABBA, Respect by Aretha, Aretha. Aretha, and then always September, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Thanks so much. Ooh, that's a good way to start it off, right there. Throw out some, throw out some, uh, some stuff like that. Some songs I've not heard of. I know Eiffel sixty five from the Blue song, but apparently they're back, Brian. Yeah, it's like a David. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff showed it to me. It's like a David Guetta <laughs> remix, and yeah. I was like, uh, I was like, what's, what's David Guetta doing here? And it's Jeff's like, no bringing this song back which should be never have gone away and i was like all yeah. right all right all right, all right. <laughs> so all right what do you think about that what do you think about some of those tracks there brian you know we got uh some of that new stuff some uh you know i mean none you- of this is new like since you've been gone it's like 20 years old but i mean yeah. it's new for people at a wedding because you do have 90 year olds at a wedding that are like eh, eh, that's right this song? yeah yeah, that's a yeah. You need to like thing. you need to thread the needle with something that will appeal to so many different people. So sometimes you can't go too obscure. Like Jeff yeah. always talks about, like you know, he tries. He we used to be Jeff and I used to DJ together too, and we would always scoff at requests. And since he's become faster at like cutting, like he can just play like a verse chorus kind of thing. He'll play almost everybody's request because it helps appease people. But sometimes somebody will come up and be like. Can you play Three Days Grace, like a B-side off their first record? And he's just like, keep it moving, keep it moving. No, 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 it's no, not, no. It's not vibe appropriate right there. Yeah. Yeah. So what, I like I like these. I, I, I would love any of these songs that come on, especially totally. if we're going to play that. What's that one album song? So that's Gimme, 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 A Man After Midnight. Is that that one? Yeah, yeah. I know the melody like that, but I don't know it obviously as well as some of the others. 
some of the other big time hits. But yeah, no, I like this. And the other thing, you know, and sorry, you know, I know we're we've uh, we're on uh, on record, obviously, defending the wedding DJ. The other thing that you you know you just said it, and it's just like the age range and the amount of people that just like you just don't know. Every room is so different, and yeah. DJs usually have some meetings with the bride and the groom beforehand to like get the vibe and like figure out like what kind of music, what genre should we lean towards. But I think that's the other really tough thing. It's like if you're like a club DJ, I feel like that's a lot easier. You're having the same type of people coming in, the same general age, the same general, um, you know, sort of type of music or whatever. Whereas at a wedding, every single thing is so different as far as ages and who are they and what do they like. So that's the other thing that makes a wedding really tough to DJ is like you got to really you got to adapt a lot like on the fly. So, um, yeah, like you're saying, you might be like, oh, yeah, okay. so now I know this isn't working or wait, there's way more like 60 year olds here than we thought or whatever. So that's the type of stuff you got to be thinking of the whole time. But, yeah, we appreciate Jeff getting us started with some some ideas from a pro right now but, from a uh, pro from a pro we got you get a little okay. glimpse of like the now mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh let's see let's see what let's see what the people out there let's see what the yeah. people want to hear the dancers here we go hi my name is kyla deluse i'm calling from san diego and my go-to wedding song is brick house by commodores i just want to tell you we're a huge fan i'm with my nephew right now and he's about to go to uh, kindergarten i'm about to drop him off you want to say hi Hi. All right. Thank you. All right. Kyla. Kyla Deleuze in the house. San Diego. What's happening? She's a brick. Now, I used to always think that the Commodores was Lionel Richie's band. Oh. Uh, for some weird reason. I don't know why. Like, I always put that together. But uh, it's not. And, um, you know. <laughs> I didn't know. That led nowhere. That that went... That went uh, that one never, but I think it's the. But is it Lionel? No, it's not Lionel Richie. I'm on yes, Wikipedia. It is. It, is. it says it right here. He rose to fame in, in the '70s as a songwriter and co-lead singer of the funk band the Commodores. Oh my gosh! Here I'm like Google. I'm like Googling it, thinking it always was, and I was like, oh man, I've been right the whole time, right? Okay, but then he did leave. Like, he did leave the group, so maybe he wasn't on Brick House. Said so he's writing and recording the hit singles "Easy," "Sail On," Three Times a Lady," and "Still" with the group before his departure. So then he left and oh, spit man. and spun off and did the solo thing. You once, twice, <laughs> three times a lady. Uh, they yeah, used to so. open for the Jackson Five. That's rocking. That's a good. That's a great track. That's like a. That's um brick house. Like you can you can throw in. There's also these songs. It's like, you know, sometimes it used to be like, hey, you have to start with '50s or '60s music and then work towards the end playing oldies, right? But like, I feel like Brick House is a song that could be played first, yeah, middle, last, yeah. It really like hits in that pocket. It's you a know? mid tempo, but yeah, it's got it's it's uh yeah, it's got good age range on it. Um, I feel like a uh, little little um you know teaser for our game a little bit later, Brian. We're gonna be. We're going to be hearing the introduction um, to a whole bunch of different wedding classic songs, and you're going to have to try and you know name the song within the first like one second, like the first introduction bars. And I love Brick House's introduction. It's these like crazy sounding drum, like it's a drum fill. Duka 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 duka. It's these really like kind of 
I don't know. Drum sound, drum sounds kind of were bad in like in like the sixties and seventies. Like, or like incredible, reco- or like incredible. recordings of them didn't sound great. But yeah, for this one, it is this incredible like Tom drum like little fill, and it starts the song. And so yeah, I really like the introduction of <laughs> of Brick House by the Commodores. You know, to get a good a good, uh, a good flow, right? right. You got to play the you got to play the top of the song. Yep, you got to let people know. Oh, it's on. Get to the well, floor, Kyla. Thanks for connecting us with your nephew, who's a huge fan. That the high that your nephew gave sounded just like an infectious cuckoo fan. Just the energy behind huh. it, you know what I mean? So, yeah. appreciate that. He's coming. Appreciate, to the, he's, appreciate he, that. He's coming to the next San Diego show. I can hear it. Very nice. All right, thanks for the call. What's next? Ruby. My favorite song to jump to at the wedding is Macarena, and my and it's also Baby Crocodile. But my dad thinks it's Baby Crocodile. Oh, I'm from Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama, Georgia, and drive. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye. All right, Ruby, right there. I think she's in Huntsville, Alabama, right there. And I think they live on Georgia Drive. So. Oh yeah, Ruby, you know. I got Ruby too. Hey, Ruby was about to like give her whole address and everything. That's well, right, Ruby. Thanks for Ruby. Thanks for calling in Huntsville. Wait, we've played Huntsville, right? Isn't that where the NASA? Yeah. Is? they have like a Na- the NASA stuff is. Yeah, that we had a fun time there. They got the big rocket. They got the big rocket pointing up into the sky. Now I right heard there. Macarena. Was there a, oh, yeah. a separate one after that, or just Macarena? So they they called in twice. I got rid of the other call because it was uh, they kind of made this call. This was like the repeat better call. But on the first one, I heard it better. Ruby was saying that uh, the, kind of unrelated that I think her father calls our song "Baby Crocodile," uh, and she calls it "Baby Crocodile," uh. Or something like that. Like there's, they they say the name of our crocodile song two different ways, as far as okay, the I see. Uh, goes. I see. But I don't know if that's a wedding song or that was just a shout out to us for their favorite coup song. But Ruby likes to dance to the Macarena. That's what we. Hey, that's the what we Macarena. Uh, the Macarena is a great jam. See now, Jeff and I differ on some things. Like he now is going into like the modern wedding dance and wants to do no group dances, and I'm like, listen, you need a couple group dances in there, like the Cupid Shuffle, the Macarena, the Wobble, whatever. Like you can let the chicken dance die. That's okay. Grandma might be a little <laughs> offended by that, but I I like the Macarena. Do you like the Macarena, Neil? I, I uh, you know I I definitely am in on the Macarena. I think it was something that. You know, was was a lot when it came out, and you know, it was definitely something that was overdone. Uh, you know, in a big way, and and we were we were alive for that time. We were kids during that time, so I feel like I maybe have a little bit of a okay, that's enough, but disdain. But yeah. hey, enough time has passed, and again, I can't I can't hate, especially again with with what we do, and what I was saying before about like group dances. Um, they're just important to to get people into the world of dance, you know, and I see that. And a lot of people aren't just like naturals, and we got to have explainer songs or re- repetition songs like this to to get them involved too, right? Just because you're not a big dancer doesn't mean you can't have a good time at the dancing portion of a wedding. So, I think it it, it is an important role, and uh, yeah, it's we. Uh, I'm going to put it in the show notes. We listen to a great podcast. About the Macarena. Oh, I was going to mention that too. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. From Slate, it's called One Year, and they did like um, an episode about a whole bunch of years. And for their 1995 
episode. It was all about Macarena. <laughs> it's fascinating the story of the Macarena. So you, especially when you learn the backstory, you're like, oh dang, <laughs> respect. This is really cool and a really like fascinating kind of phenomenon <laughs> that happened in 1995. So still hanging on in the wedding, in the wedding, in the wedding grooves. Also, I appreciate the Macarena. I want, I want us to like go down in history as being like one of these super obscure one hit wonder like group dance songs like i want it so bad like i just want to make an album of like us trying our best to like do all these group dance songs like that could live on forever and like people don't even know like who made them but like they come on in a wedding and everybody's like we're doing it we're doing it forever so that's the goal that's why i have respect for the macarena and also ruby sounds pretty young to know all the macarena moves because like they're not like there's not like two moves, but I guess Ruby's probably raised on like hoedown throwdown that is like super complicated. So yeah, she's she has uh she's she's got some skills, not just in dancing but in memorizing. So she knows she's learned the moves. Uh, but appreciate you calling in, Ruby, all the way from Alabama in the house. Thanks for calling into our podcast. Who's next? Hey guys, Travis from Riverside here. The one song that everyone knows is played at every single wedding ever is my absolute favorite to dance to. It is Coming Clean by Hilary Duff, made famous by the iconic 2004 reality show Laguna Beach. It's the theme song. Whenever that song comes out on a wedding, I have a special choreographed dance. It's basically an interpretive version of the season one episode where the gang goes to Cabo and shenanigans ensue. So Coming Clean by Hilary Duff. If I had to pick a close second, probably Pony by Genuine. Before I get out of here, Brian, Neil, what is the best drive through records band of all time and why was it the starting line? All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh, wow. Travis. Just, just Neil, do you that was incredible, Travis. Do you know this song by Hillary Duff? I do, yeah. Somehow, some way I know it. Now, do we know it because in college Lincoln would play it on his guitar all the time? That's all I could like this is isn't the chorus is this a, the only Hillary Duff song I know is the Let the Rain yep. Fall Down That's Into My Dreams. That's the one. Is this it? Is this the one? That's yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. isn't it called Rain Fall Down? <sighs> It's in parentheses, rainfall. <laughs> Coming clean, parentheses, rainfall down. Um, no, I don't know why I know this. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm too old for the Hillary Duff, um, whatever her character's name was or whatever. Uh, you know, I don't. That's Lizzie McGuire, Neil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Lizzie McGuire. I that, I never really got it, but somehow I know the song. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I wouldn't say that it's an iconic. Or sorry, he said, uh, you know, everyone knows is played at every single wedding ever. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I get why I could be played at a wedding, but it doesn't seem like the most, you know, fitting for for the wedding. I feel I don't really know the lyrics, but you know, it seems like a Travis is being mildly facetious. I feel like Neil. Yeah, he's he's I throwing, hear it, but he's throwing one out. But here. if it did get played, right? Like if it did get played, I would go hard. I'd go hard to this. Well, and I, and I think the the point he is trying to make here too, like you're saying, is that this is this is a special one for him because he has a dance to it. Now, you know this is a this is a this is a fine line here with the with the choreographed dance. You got to be if you got something like that that can really bring a lot to a party, but um, also sometimes it's not 
it's you know it's not your show man you know what i mean <laughs> right no, this, a, i mean but if you're gonna put on if you're gonna put on a show it's okay to be it you know i like is it. that what you're trying to say i'm saying yeah. do your thing go hard at the wedding do the do the thing but also sometimes that could land you some some people might not like that you know what i mean some people will be like look at this guy he's he's taking over you know, he's not even, see, he's, just, see, a, so he's funny. just a guest I would, here. He's I just like a, he's just someone's cousin or whatever. Like why is, you know, it's not like you're the father of the bride or some, something like that. Now there's, there's like, I feel like, uh, I feel like there's a level here of like, oh, hey, I want, I want an ACDC song. Yeah. So like I can stand out there and just bob my head. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, but if yeah, you yeah. want this, if you want this Hillary Duff song, right. And the crowd is going to kind of clear, but you will emerge from behind a pillar and have like a choreographed dance that goes with this that you go too hard right like if you go yep. hard it is you are f- fulfilling it you are making it so worth it you're making it so worth it to like play that song i mean yeah. we're talking about travis here talking about this like song as like a joke but like what you and i are putting on is from like what you and i are like globbing onto this is people wanting a song like this but then like we'll play it and like they won't come out because they'll be like oh the dance floor like cleared i don't want no you're saying if you want a song like this that not everybody knows right and it's like kind of obscure like you gotta you gotta take it to the next level to prove that this song should have been played right is that what you're kind of saying yeah, you got to go hard, but also you just got to know the room. You got to know that this is going to go over well. You got to know that you're not just like hijacking the dance floor here that oh no, I know enough people here or this is something that people want to see or whatever, especially on a wedding though. You, you know, you, the term bridezilla gets thrown around, but like that's intense. Like some people are like what is this thing that is not planned for that I didn't approve? Like there's some there's some uh, you know, there's some definitely some a lot of people who would uh, you know, not want that not want to see that, but you're right. I think again it's a fine line but i think in general this would be something that a lot of people would like but i'm also saying this only because it's also just one person now if you have like a three you and your two friends like got a thing that's even better like the more people you bring into this the more like okay it's going to be but if you're a one-off person trying to do a solo hey look at me gather around everybody yeah like you're saying you gotta go hard you gotta kill it you better be on point you better have your confidence all the way dialed up i think the issue here and I can hear it in your tone of voice, is that you are saddened that our friend Travis from mm-hmm. Riverside yeah. has not sent us a video so we could learn the moves as well. Uh, yeah. So the next time that we meet in the street and we play it on the boombox and somebody, it's not raining because there's no rain in California, <laughs> um, somebody like illegally like sprays a hose over us, that we yeah. could do this together. Exactly. And I feel that sadness there, and I, and I, I hope Travis extends the olive branch so that we can learn this dance together and and come together as a community yeah we're feeling a little left out right here honestly so yeah we'll uh we will uh we'll be uh we'll be your backup dancers travis just teach us someday uh good stuff he also gave a shout out to, uh, to pony which you know if that's uh like your brother is jeff's is jeff's favorite song to DJ, yeah yeah so. and, and and he just not wrong that it is it's this kind of like slow jam grinding song and it really does bring a different kind of energy but i think jeff jeff also that's like a personal favorite for him like yeah i think he slightly overrates it because he loves it so much 
And so I think it's awesome that Travis is also one of those people who loves it so much. You know what I mean? They need to talk. Lil Nas X has been doing a mashup of one of his oh. songs uh, on on his big tour with Pony. Okay. So that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Pony's going to keep this rolling. That makes it now. Too drive. Much sense. Let's go. Let's go to the last thing before we keep moving on. Oh, drive through records. So good. Now drive through records. This is where because I was listening to. Um, Disney CDs that mm. I got for free from yeah, music, McDonald's musicals. and Billy Joel. Yeah, that I didn't get to be cool enough sometimes, or <laughs> I didn't have like a person to guide me into this. Yes. So if you were to say my favorite drive-through record, um, you know, band, I'm probably gonna say like I'm gonna say Newfound Glory or the first something corporate record with the like. Shake down, you make me sink. For goodness sake, I think that I could fall. Yeah, that yeah. one. But now that's why I don't know the starting line that well. But is the starting line have that song "Greg's Last Day"? I know that song. Maybe they do. I don't know them that well, also. But um, or is that the last? I, song? I know like one of their later albums. So like I don't know like their some of their classics, but I got love for them. Yeah, I'd probably be about the same. Um, definitely loved. Um, drive through records and you know was on like the street team you know they'd send me like stickers and all that stuff to to put around uh yeah the sort of late 90s early 2000s type of stuff yeah probably overall my favorite band of those is newfound glory or midtown i would say oh but yeah you like that band. i love midtown but um and finch there's so many good bands but yeah my favorite like one one record from uh from drive through records um would yeah would probably be the something corporate um record as well i just love that one uh leaving through the window is the name of it there you go i thought fun was on drive throughs steel train at some point steel train was so one of the bands that you know split up or you know kind of you know formed fun was on there so yeah there's there's fun connections on here with uh with the homie steel train but yeah early november census fail finch um starting line dashboard did a record with them so um i love midtown um lots of lots of great bands there from drive through records just just another reason why we love travis there you go oh the starting line is greg's last night greg okay last <laughs> nice there it is little, little, let uh, the rain fall down <laughs> Okay, yeah, let's, let's Travis, thank you for calling in. Thank you for that. The bye. We're probably just going to sample the bye. Yeah, in a song. To make a song. Cougar Kangaroo at song. At the end. <laughs> Thanks, Travis. Hi, Cougar Kangaroo. My name is Annabelle. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I have a couple favorite songs that I like to dance to at a wedding. The Macarena. And the Chocolate Slide. And the Chicken Dance. The Macarena. Because at my uncle and my aunt's wedding. That I went to, they had a boy and a girl pair up. It was me and my dad. So whenever it was our turn, so the boy and the girl, if it was their turn, they'd hop into the middle and do the macarena. Then for the cha-cha slide, I just think it's a good dance for at a wedding. Then the chicken dance. The same reason as the cha-cha slide. And this week's my tenth birthday. Okay. Bye. All right, Annabelle, happy 10th 
to Annabelle. Birthday week right now. She's already on the birthday week train, Brian. She doesn't celebrate a birthday. She celebrates a birth week. Let's go. Birth week. Let's go. Hey, <laughs> happy birthday, Annabelle. Thanks hey. for always calling in. Yep. Happy 10th birthday to you. On the day we're recording this, October 7th. Amazing. But you'll hear it in the future. Yeah. So happy birthday to you. Okay, here we go. We're going cha-cha slide. We're going Macarena. The youth are putting up a sign for the chicken dance. Yeah, okay? they are. Yeah, they're always about it. And, and I think in the group dances in general, right? I think like younger people, they need a little more help. They need a little more, hey, they need more instruction on here's the moves to do. Right, so it makes a lot of sense that yeah, for for some of the younger our younger callers here, they they are uh, they're still in on the macarena on the on the cha cha probably maybe electric slide's a little too complicated. I I could argue, you know, I could argue that one is is uh, you know they've got things have gotten easier since then, or at least maybe gotten more like um, Cupid Shuffle. You know, everybody clap your hands. Like, that song is maybe a little more complicated, but it, it tells you what to do at every corner. Like, you're always being instructed on what to do. Whereas Electric Slide, they never tell you, right? It just is a song, and everybody knows the moves. Um, so, yeah, I get it. I get the – I think the, the group dance thing is important, which is why we need to keep trying to make a big one, Brian. we gonna, we got to make a hit. That um, Yeah, we got know. Gobble. We got uh, Code of the Coyote. We need We need more. Yes. Yeah, we've dabbled in the world. We've dabbled. We've tried. It's hard. You know, it's hard because a lot of this stuff, it doesn't catch on because someone like nailed the like the the you know, they did, they didn't like nail the calculation just right or the 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 mix of everything. Like I, f- I feel like most of these group dance songs are just highly accidental. Right. They're just they're just kind of the term that we like that we we're saying we need to use more often is a novelty song. Right. We, <laughs> I forget what uh, I don't know. if it was We Macarena. need to start. Yeah. We were talking about stop calling ourselves like uh, kids band, people yeah. like labels as like a comedy dance duo. And we need to start calling ourselves a novelty song. <laughs> we band. make novelties. Yeah. I thought you were going to change that in our bio. Yeah, I know. We need to fix that because we're a novelty band. We make novelty. We're songs. a novelty band. Hey, we saw the we saw Cupid perform the Cupid Shuffle at oh, halftime. Yeah. Was that when we were in Dallas or when we were at the Hawks game in Atlanta? I think it was Atlanta. Yeah, I think it was Atlanta. And um, yeah, I mean, it's easy. You just stand at half court. Everybody knows what to do. And, and new Cupid. He is Cupid. It is the Cupid Shuffle. So, yeah, that's one people like, too. And Annabelle's all about it. She really wants to get out there and do the Macarena with her dad and uh, chicken dance. Yeah, you're right. You, you, you're you out on the chicken dance. You said that one can go. That one is the most, like, simplistic. And, like, I think the other thing about it is that it really sound like, just, like, the sounds of it are so unlike any other song. Like, it sounds... Well, it's like, like a 50s, 40s, 50s. Yeah, know? it's like a polka-like thing. It's just... At least like these other group dances sound sort of modernish or like they blend in really well with other beats and stuff like that. So I feel like I don't know, but maybe they, again that's the reason people like chicken dance, right? It's like, oh, sound of the horns, I know that one. Every grandma knows this one. Let's go. Like tiny like five year olds can do the chicken dance, right? Like your kid can do the chicken dance. Like it is the most widely it's not hard. It's not you know what I mean? Like there's every, it, chicken dance, I get it, but yeah, it is it, 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 I feel like you're right. It is the one out of all these that's the most like annoying or grating. The uh, chicken dance is the whip nene of that generation. You know what I mean? Like just the <laughs> whip nene will come around. Remember we saw that's uh isn't that Salento or so? Remember we saw him oh, yeah. perform at a halftime show at a yeah at a, at a game right. too. Yeah yeah yeah. And we did the whip nene. Uh-huh. Every and he was like super know, young. Incredible. He was like. <laughs> 
He was like 18 or something like that. He was because he did the whip nana and then he was really working his next like line dance single, the second uh-huh. song. <laughs> yeah. You got to do it. was it. rocking. <laughs> I'm down for all of it. Anybody who's hating on it, it's like, I want the dance floor to be a packed, right? I want yeah. a wedding dance floor to be absolutely flooded. Like you want it like a tight club. You want it to just be absolutely smushed in there. And the way to get more people in is every once in a while you're throwing. This is like, this is like a little fishing line to get people on the dance floor, yeah. right? It's the same thing of like why you play a slow song every ten. It's like let's get a couple more people in, and then after the the important song is the group song. But what's even more important is the song after the group dance song. That's it's like, right. You got everybody out here. How can you hold them? Mm. Can you play something next? You know, is that when you're playing Uptown Funk is after this. Like, you got to play something that is, like, the next, like, most well-known song to be like, can I keep them out here for three more minutes? You know what I mean? And then they'll feel comfortable enough because some people just aren't comfortable dancing. And so it's like, let's let's bring them here. Anyways, Annabelle, well, happy birthday. You the best. And what to you your point, I was going to say, to your point, like, you have people like, oh, yeah, I can finally get out there. It's the chicken dance or whatever. And then... People might be feeling pretty good after that. They're not like 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 you're saying. They're actually like getting comfortable at that point. They're not like get me out of here as soon as I can. So if you can get that next song to be another one, then you might have them for like a much longer amount of time. You might have them for a half hour, forty five minutes there on the floor. So yeah, I think that's big as well. And one other thing I want to say about group dances that we kind of learned from Jeff is like those are the things that like you need to have a conversation about like. With the, with the bride and the groom because like those are the songs that they will most likely be like absolutely do not do this or like we have to do this all of our family loves the song so like that those are those are tricky too because you almost can't just like pepper them in casually you have to kind of know <laughs> I'm sure he has like a checklist right of like these like novelty songs these group dances like some people are like absolutely not under no circumstances can you play the chicken dance and other people are like we have to have the macarena we just have to so uh, very important too to to do that communication with uh, with I will uh, say I was gonna have a bet on what Annabelle was gonna put <laughs> I knew Annabelle was gonna call in and I thought for uh-huh. sure Annabelle was gonna say uh, amazed by Lone Star but Ooh. I lost some money on that. It's all right. You went chicken dance. Maybe next time. All right, one more caller. Who is it? Yo, Brian and Neil. It's Kelly from St. Paul. Uh, Last-minute phone call getting in here. Hopefully hopefully you guys get this before you record. But uh, calling about the wedding song. And uh, I think my favorite wedding song um, to dance to is... This is kind of a weird one, but uh, Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO. Really popular around 2011, 2012-ish, I think. 2010, maybe. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, every day I'm shuffling. Get out there and do some shuffling with your feet. Get out there and bust some moves on the dance floor. Uh, absolutely love that song. High energy, very catchy, super danceable beat. Um, funny music video. So, yeah, my vote is for Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO. Um, just wondering, are you guys fans of LMFAO? They had a very short, a very short run, early 2010s, uh, and then they kind of disappeared, as far as I know. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on LMFAO? Kind of a, kind of a fun, uh, fun thing there. Yeah, anyway, weddings, uh, 
cool. I'll see you guys, uh, talk to you later. All right. See ya. Every day I'm shuffling. The song's a banger. I yeah. want, I appreciate that M- LMFAO just completely like disappeared. I think like Sky Blue was on a couple things, right? They just had a huge, like a crater in the world that was so big. Mm. And they were like, one and done. I believe one album and done. But yeah. I almost appreciate them like disappearing. They're not even on any like, hey, let's recap about the early 2000s or anything like that. Like they are just gone. That's it. Not talking. Or maybe I'm missing it, whatever. But oh, um, yeah. I appreciate if you're going to like drop a bomb that big, right? Like that's maybe like a bad analogy. If you're going to make a song that has that big of impact, you're like, I'm never going to touch that again. Let's disappear forever, right? It's like, that's kind of cool. I like that, right? Either like yeah. be around forever or go away completely. It's great. Yeah, they did it. They had kind of a specific thing, too, you know? And so if that's not happening anymore, then it's like, all right. It's not like, yeah, you can't really, like, pivot so much. Like, they were so known for, like, a very specific scene and, like, a very specific sound. So, you know, yeah, but they were massive for, like, five years in there, you know? Like, probably, like, or maybe even less than that, probably, like, three years. But yeah, it says they went on a definite hiatus in 2012. So it's been a while since we've heard from our friends in LMFAO. And uh, yeah, that's a, I'm sure that's still a very uh, you know popular wedding staple. I mean, it's right there in the song. I mean, they just put party you know in the name of the song. Like that's their whole band could just be called Party or whatever. Like that's what they were all about. So uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's very of a, of an era. But I'm sure it will hang around for weddings for. For years to come, and uh, I don't know. I mean, we definitely that was kind of you know our band started in two thousand eight, so kind of in the same era. I mean, I feel like I think about this band. I think about three oh three was another like duo kind of like party thing. They were more on the Warp tour, you know, kind of pop punk um, side of things, but you know, still obviously like dance music. So yeah, I think about those two groups as kind of yeah more the we're kind of going for the more ridiculous silly kids version of of that you know and and that's okay so but yeah shout out to lmfao doing the duo thing um maybe maybe someday we'll get to reminisce with them about uh, the duo life you know it's always always good to meet someday du- duo you know get some tips uh party so yeah, they- rock party, party rock, rock. So, yeah. um neil i'm thinking back to earlier call and travis i'm thinking about travis's song hillary duff it seems like you're really a it's still rubbing me. Are you feeling okay about him calling in and saying uh, "Coming Clean" by Hillary Duff? It's it's. Uh, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I I do believe he has this this core this choreography, and so if that's true, you know, I I feel like it it definitely makes sense. And you know, we didn't say pick a classic. We just said, you know, what's your favorite to dance to? And it makes a lot of sense that if he has this specific dance move to this. Uh, song that uh it would be his favorite to do he's just a performer i just didn't realize that about him and he was such a such a performer out there brian this is why he needs his own pod let's go that's right that's right the travis show all right that does it for our calls everybody thanks everybody who called in talked about weddings shout out to jeffy dj hamster dance check him out if you need a dj he will uh, fly across the country and um, dj for you um for a low low price Give him, shoot him an email. Um, but yeah, next the next episode of Banter Buddies coming up in two weeks. We're gonna we're gonna go back to food. 
Brian, we did an episode earlier this year or earlier in uh, in in the run of Banter Buddies where we wanted our our callers, our listeners, to create a new kind of pizza, and that was a lot of fun. I think we did a sandwich was one the, as well. You said that was the first show. Uh, yeah, no, you're no way. I'm wrong. I think it was like, what is your favorite pizza place? And then we had people create a sandwich. That's what it was. Like make a make a new kind of sandwich. And, I think uh, we had to create a pizza too. I think that was like the yeah, first one. Yeah, I think that's just yeah, yeah. maybe so. Anyways, keep going, keep going, keep going. Because we so wanted, to, we had doing, fun with that one. We had a lot of fun. That's right. We want to take that uh, that format and apply it to a different kind of food. We're talking tacos, everybody. So next episode, uh, we want you to call in and uh, create a name, a new kind of taco, and uh, tell us what are its ingredients. All right. So you got to have the name. That's as important as. Um, you know, as the you know the actual toppings and what's going to go in there, we we kind of learn that is you got to have a good name. You got to have uh, we want a little bit of uh, you know business thoughtfulness here. We want you to think about what is a good name for this product. What's going to really get it, um, you know, buzzing right there. So create a new create and name a new kind of taco. What are its ingredients? Call us six one two four two four zero zero three six, and we'll talk tacos. And uh, the delicious world of Mexican food on our next episode of Banter Buddies. All right, moving right along. Neil, wait, right off the bat, are you going to go savory or sweet? So I just know Ooh. I'm going to zig where you zag. Yeah, I mean, that is a thing. This is sort of inspired by the Choco Taco debacle. It went away. I think it's coming back. Who knows? But, yeah, the Choco Taco, that's that's a sweet taco, you guys. You could go that way. You could make a dessert taco. I'm going to def. I'm, I, I don't know. I, we just put this together, so I can't promise. But I probably will go sweet, Brian. You know, I'll try to stay away from cereal. I'll try, I'll try to make it not super obvious. but I thought for uh, sure you're going to just make a cereal taco. Yeah, yeah, that might be it. But I'll try to think beyond that to start. And then okay. maybe we'll circle okay. back to cereal. But you're going too, sweet, too then I'll go savory. All right, yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got a plan. All right, up next, recommendations. All right, uh, we are talking about things that we like and we think you should know about too. I'm going to get us started off uh, recommending a podcast from our. Uh, I was going to say friends, but we don't know. Uh, it's 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 the Verge though. Um, that is a uh, that is a tech website that uh, i really enjoy uh and uh there's a podcast over there called decoder from uh editor-in-chief neelai patel and uh the log line goes like this uh decoder is a new show from the verge about big ideas and other problems verge editor-in-chief neelai patel talks to a diverse cast of innovators and policymakers at the frontiers of business and technology to reveal how they're navigating an ever-changing landscape what keeps them up at night, and what it means for our shared future. So it's a lot of, uh, it's about an hour-long podcast, kind of an interview-style podcast, where it's just Neelai talking to one other person. And uh, it's it's cool because it's uh, it's cool from like a business perspective on how these these tech companies run or whatever, but a lot of it is just uh, really interesting to kind of hear how um, things are, are put together. And, uh, and yeah, it's a lot about tech and, and, and futuristic kind of, what does this even mean? Like, uh, you know, sort of how does, um, they did a good, really good episode recently about how YouTube works um, behind the scenes. And uh, um, that, that was really interesting. And uh, they did a really a good one recently about uh, with the CEO of Beyond Meat, um, and stuff like that. So a, a lot of it is sort of explaining. There's one a good one about the metaverse and stuff like that. So a lot of it explains maybe emerging technologies uh, from like the CEOs or um, you know people at some of these big companies. So it's a you know, Hank Green on on YouTube is one you and I listen to in the car together. 
uh, YouTuber Hank Green. Yeah, this is um, definitely a coup, a coup uh, tour approved car podcast. That's right. Rent the Runway was another really good one. Um, that's like a fashion website where you can, you know, rent entire like a uh, whole wardrobe and stuff like that. So really cool, like emerging businesses and you know some big businesses too. But Neilai uh, is does a really good job of kind of you know explaining things and helping helping the audience understand this stuff a little bit better. So check out Decoder. Um, that'll be in the show notes. And yeah, if you're, uh, if you like learning about, uh, businesses or just, uh, the, some of the, some of the issues that some of these, uh, businesses are facing now in the future and stuff like that, check it out, Decoder. It's a fun show. Check right, it Brian. out. Brian, one what you faves. thinking? Yeah. One of the faves. I put it on in the car a lot when you and me are in there because it's a nice kind of like, all right, let's learn. It's a little bit about, you know, it's learning about a thing, but it's a, a lot of, um, like sort of. Uh, what do you say? Very newsy, right? Stuff that's in the news these days, stuff that's uh, topical. So uh, good to stay up on stuff that way. But Brian, tell us, please, what is your recommendation for this episode of Banter Buddies? From the writer-director of Angels in the Outfield comes <laughs> a film about <laughs> sports and soccer <laughs> and heartwarmingness. In 1995, she also wrote and directed The Big Green Disney's oh, the big green. Yes. Okay, so I've recent I've recently become um, through a rep- a reply all of emails. I've be- I became my son's soccer coach. So, but only the practice coach and then cor- email coordinator for the weekend games because we're gone every weekend. But I I, I, right. I coach I coach the practices. So I made I said to everybody, hey everybody, homework. You have to watch the big green and like. Half of the team and even the parents hadn't even heard about it. And I was like, got to watch The Big Green. And my son hadn't watched The Big Green. I was like, there's no villains in this movie. And you like soccer. So we can watch this movie. And it has become an obsession. I think he's watched it like eight times now in the past month. (laughs) And so much for our family Halloween costume. We are going to be the soccer team, The Big Green. And my youngest son is either going to be a goat, the green goat, or as Neil, your recommendation, a soccer ball. So I'm, I'm, if you haven't, if you love the mighty ducks, if you love, um, the sandlot, check out the big green. That's right. That's what I got. It's your favorite genre of movie. Feel good sports movies, right? Feel good sports. Yeah. Two kids from the sandlot are in it. So squints and ham are in it. So. That's yeah, what we got the big, the big green. Check it out. Let your whether you got kids or not get back to the big green. You guys, soccer film. It's all it's all in here. And uh, yeah, Brian's five year old can't get enough. He loves the big green. It's, it involves a goat. So all that stuff. <laughs> all right, there's your recommendations. Those will be in the show notes. Check them out. Let us know what you think of them. And uh, let's have some more fun. We're gonna play a game. It's called Name That Tune. Again, with our with our history, I feel like this is going to be the easiest uh, trivia, easiest game that uh, we maybe had here, but maybe more fun for the folks at home because I have gathered like the first second to two seconds of four different songs that are wedding staples. And, okay, hit uh, me. I'm ready. You got to tell me the name of the song and the artist from just the intro snippet because that's important we're talking about what songs send you running to the dance floor well when you hear those first few bars that's the moment so uh hopefully people should know a lot of these i didn't go too obscure because then they won't be classics so here we go 
Here's number one. Tune number one. One, two, three, uh. Oh, oh, so count, counting it down one Probably more time Probably the song that I would pay the DJ $100 <laughs> not to play. Oh, it struck a nerve here. Wait, 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 one more. Hold on. Maybe people at home don't know it. Check it out. One, two, three, uh. I don't think it's that bad of a wedding song. It's My grandma different. knows. That. Everybody's got to know this. Okay. okay. We well, got Hey Ya by Outkast. Yep. Yeah, Hey Ya. Starting off with Hey Ya, that one, two, three. Counting you in to the, to the jam. All right. I knew you'd get that one. I think you're going to get all these, but uh, we'll see. I think the other one's maybe slightly tougher. Here's tune number two. Oh, Jeffy just, said it. Jeffy already. said the name of this one. If you think back to what Jeffy said, he said the name of it. We just had the date that is referenced in this song. Brian would name that tune. September. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Heck released yeah. 1978. The 21st of September, everybody. Um, also, that is a song uh, that you can hear on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. They have uh, six, six, di- <laughs> oh, yeah. six different songs uh, that you might hear as you ride that roller coaster at Epcot, and that's one of them. So uh, I haven't got it yet. I got Disco Inferno. Okay, here's uh, tune number three, Brian. Here's the intro. What's that song? some bass and if you listen closely we got headphones on there's some like finger symbols in there never heard that before one more time okay right there Brian Bon Jovi Bon Jovi what's the song what's the song oh Johnny we gotta hold on to what I, we sang this in show choir yeah, we yeah, sang yeah. this and he had a new song like he had a new song time we played both songs Oh, have living on a prayer. <laughs> living on a prayer. Um, there it is. What was his new song? What was Bon Jovi's like? He had a song that came out like 2004. Oh my gosh, I don't know it. What? And we and we sang it. Oh, it's my life. It's my life. 2000. Yeah. It's now or never. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you three. Yeah, okay. He won a Grammy th- for that. All right. Three for three, Brian. One more. I bet you can get it. Here it is. Oh, yeah, heck yeah. Is this the sample or the real one? Uh, sample. What's that tune? Who did it? Who did the song? <laughs> the name of the artist is harder than no, the song. Is it, it's Cypress Hill, right? It's not, no. It's, uh, it's uh, House of Pain. No, oh, House of Pain, House of Pain, House of Pain. Um, and the song but- is... Get up, get up, uh, the uh, house of pain. You're doing one uh, thing. What's 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 the verb? Back it up. Back you're doing, it in. You're, you're, yeah, again. You're doing one thing in the chorus of this song. What are you doing? They're saying it over and over and over again. Jump, 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 jump. jump. But what? <laughs> I, recently, recently, like this, I heard like what they sample, and like it's basically like it. It's probably a cool in the gang song because like every modern like hip hop and dance song is like has like the basis of cool in the gang. But it's like the whole song, basically. It's like an instrumental thing, and then they just put the jump over it. It's like it's it's awesome. But anyways, it's jump, right? But what did you it say? It is not Cypress Hill. It's uh, House of Pain. House of Pain, jump, um, and uh, yeah, you're saying those horns. Um, that's like a that's like a sample of something. Yeah, the disco could be could could be a lot of things. Looks like it's uh, Harlem Shuffle by Bob and Earl, 1963. Yeah, Ain't yeah, saying yeah, nothing. Yeah, 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 Divine yeah. Styler or Popeye. 
Um, yeah, those are play that same. I love to go on that. This anyways, that who sampled exploring the DNA of music. It's like yeah, it's like a website. I go on there all the time, like to like find out like samples and stuff like that. I find yeah, myself just sure. getting lost there. That's where I am. But right uh, now, so it's a great one. It's a great one. House of Pain Good stuff. All right. Well, hopefully you did as well as Brian did, getting all four. Right there in the. I know I got one wrong. I got one wrong. You had to walk oh, me through it. I said set oh, yourself. So. Yeah, I suppose. Okay, you got through, but you knew that one. Jump, jump. I don't want to go. Neil, thanks for jump. putting the games together. I always like the little games. Really fun, really fun to grab. I kind of when we do the game section, I like forget like that people are going to listen to this. I'm like actually <laughs> like I'm just like listening to you, being like I need to like prove myself to you That's to like. Right. Let you know that, like, I know this radio classic. I yeah. will tell you as fast as possible. Improve myself to Neil. I uh, must. <laughs> very nice. That's the game. All right, hit nice this work. game. Hit this game. Let's, let's nice, roll it. Ni- nice job with the game. And now we're on to New with Q. All right. We got, uh, we got some new merch, Brian. We talked about, uh, we got a lot of back to school merch. You know, we did the lunchbox, we did the backpacks. And then, um, you know, I believe we talked about the the Poops book. Everybody Poops is a sing-along book that you can get now in our web store. But we also have another gross-type item, Brian. Why don't, you, why don't you tell the people what we're bringing to the merch store these days? I don't know if we've talked about this or not. And we will no. promo it. We've made some more, like, goofy promo videos. But we made a Cuckoo Kangaroo whoopee cushion. It's been on the <laughs> list for a long time. And we figured out how to, like finally do it it just says who farted on it you know what i mean because mm-hmm. um after that whoopee cushion goes off i mean you know who did you know exactly. who did it so oh, yeah. we got whoopee cushions and uh you can get them on our web store they're five dollars that's right whoopee cushions now available and uh go prank uh go prank the friends in your life you know what i mean go go find go. someone who might want to be pranked, and uh, we got this for you. It's a classic, you know. It doesn't get any more classic than that. So, good times there with the whoopee cushion. And uh, yeah, Brian, uh, what else we've we been up to recently? We've been uh, we're happy SNL is back. We gotta say that we talked. Uh, we love SNL. Our, our love for that show is is well known in these SNL's parts. SNL's back. Yeah, and um, it's uh, it's limping its way on air. But you know what? That's how it always works. That's why I love it. We mm-hmm. love the art of it. So yeah. Yeah, it's, we're getting uh, it's, our Halloween Halloween stuff ready. We got a lot of Halloween shows we're playing. That's gonna be really fun. We're playing. Um, we didn't know that in our own state, Anoka, Minnesota, is the Halloween capital of the world. Which people have wow. then told us later, like, duh, why didn't you know that? And we're playing a bunch of Halloween shows there. That's cool. We okay. are working on to people who just go to our web- website once and say, "Oh my gosh, you're not playing Cincinnati, Ohio. When are you gonna come here?" It's like, okay, that's true. We aren't playing this month, but we will return to some places in the new year. But um, it's coming soon. Also, Neil, we've been really liking the new Andor show. Regardless if you like Star Wars or not, you should get into this because from the writer-director of Michael Clayton, from the Bourne series, um, if you like action-adventure but aren't into Star Wars, this is your show you should check out, Andor. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's really well done. It's very um it's very kind of it, yeah, like you said, it's separated from uh, all the Skywalker stuff, all the the blasters and the and the lightsabers and the lore and stuff. Like this is this is just a spy thriller. This is just like a a heist type um, you know, adventure film uh, or it, you know, series or whatever. It's 12 episodes about halfway through the first season as we record this and it's a prequel to the Rogue One 
um, Star Wars film that came out in eh, 2015, something like that, um, which is about stealing the plans for the Death Star. So that's a prequel. So, But again, you don't have to know all that stuff. But uh, it's a really well done show. Great dialogue, great writing. And um, it's just it's just massive, too. You know, it's 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 just they're, they're in all these different planets. Uh, I heard I heard uh, Tony Gilroy, the writer, say uh, there's one hundred and ninety like speaking parts in the first season, which is just massive. And just like if if you know, like some of the ways that, like people get paid in Hollywood and stuff like that, like having them not speak is one of those things. So it's like they're going for it. They have so many people have so many locations. It's shot on location in a lot of ways rather than like in their amazing like uh volume which is like their like high-tech green screen type of thing they're using these days to make a lot of these shows so it's beautiful it's it's a great show it comes out uh, every wednesday on disney plus so we love star wars stuff and andor is is really good so check that out what other tv shows are we watching uh that's about that's it. two that's all i can handle yeah i, can, I can handle two i watch uh snl 15 minutes every night before I fall asleep. <laughs> so I like watch it throughout the whole week. I like just trickle it through. So, yeah, enjoying that. And uh, yeah, it's Halloween season. So, you got to get on some more of that, uh, more of that stuff. We're saying we got to dial up the Haunted Mansion, uh, Muppet stuff. And, um, you know, there's some other, some other spooky stuff. Spooky that, like that isn't spooky for us because we get yeah. scared really easy. That's right. That's right. And uh, so we got to be careful. All right, we got to enjoy some spooky stuff that doesn't make us jump out of our seat. We don't like jump scares. Um, but yeah, all right, that'll do it for Banter Buddies, everybody. Episode 48. I hope that the rain falls down into your dreams. Mm, yeah, and I'm going to be doing a great dance. I'm going to be twirling around while while it does, um, while everyone cheers me on. Thank you to everybody who called in and uh, talked about weddings with us, talked about some songs. And uh, don't forget, we're talking about tacos on the next episode, everybody. Please call in 612-424-0036. Create and name a new kind of taco. And tell us what are its ingredients. And, uh, oh, my gosh, appreciate everybody helping us make this show. And, uh, yeah, we'll do it all again in two weeks. Talking tacos. We do Uh, appreciate you. If you call in or you have called in, just know that we have had a conversation about you off mic on the road sometime just to say how much we appreciate you making this show happen we're almost up to 50 episodes and to get people to call in bi-weekly about random stuff and like talking to their phone about this is is a feat and right. um we appreciate you guys it wouldn't happen without you the callers oh my gosh appreciate everybody and uh, we'll do it again in two weeks until then bye brian bye neil